0: You are listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess.
1: Welcome back live to Live Your True Life Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. I'm asking the question on today's show, how often do you find yourself waiting for others to make decisions that impact your life, and in the process, you end up putting your life on hold? You end up putting your life on the back burner. How often is this happening to you? I think that for many of us it's happening more often than we actually want to admit. It seems as though we're waiting for them to make these decisions. We're waiting for them to follow through, to do what they say that they want to do or to do what they say that they're going to do. And in the process, we find ourselves in the waiting game. We find ourselves waiting for them to step up to the plate and do exactly what they said they're going to do. And it seems like we keep circling back. Is this what we're going to do? Let's have this conversation. And this can happen in many different forms. This can happen in marriages. This can happen in other outside marriages, but in romantic relationships. This can happen in friendships. This can happen in business relationships. Every relationship has the possibility for this where we find ourselves... In a holding pattern, unable to land because we're waiting for someone to follow through, to make a decision, to agree or disagree, or just to be honest. And I find that in the process of putting our life on the back burner, putting it on hold per se, we end up putting on hold lots of different things. We put on hold daily responsibilities because maybe you're waiting for something that's supposed to happen that day. It doesn't happen that day. It's supposed to happen the next day. Okay, that doesn't happen that day. You end up booking out time because you assume that this person's going to follow through or do X, Y, Z. Because they said they're going to do, but they don't show up, and they don't show up, and they don't show up. And that could be anything. That could be a working relationship where someone's supposed to come in and do some work with you. That could be somebody working on your home, and you're constantly having to reschedule yourself and constantly having to figure out when they're going to be there, and then they don't show up. You know, it could be that somebody that's supposed to meet with you and it seems like everything always gets pushed back and there you are holding the bag each and every time. You know, it could, it could be anything. It could be going out on a date with somebody and they keep moving the goalposts where they don't make it or they last-minute cancellations and there you are holding the bag again, not doing things that you could do, taking care of things that you could have done, instead waiting for someone to show up. And all of these things are very interesting because I find that Some of us do this a couple of times, and we learn very quickly, this isn't what we want to do. Some of us have been doing it for a very long time with certain specific people. Some of us have been doing this with other people our entire lives. And some of us are just getting sick and tired of it and we're beginning to see it. And so wherever you are right now on the pendulum situation, whether you are in the beginning, you're sick of this, you're seeing the situation, whatever it is, it's time to make some augmentations and changes. It's time to really look at our lives and consider what am I doing? How am I doing as far as creating my own timeline? And I think that many of us start losing ourselves ...in someone else's timeline. So we're losing ourselves in in someone else's timeline... ...and in that process someone's telling us that they're going to be XYZ... ...or they're going to do this... ...or they're going to make changes in their life... ...or they're going to do XYZ and it's going to happen by this time... ...but it seems the time keeps changing. You may have some other people in your life that keep having this fast version of time... ...like it's going to happen right now... ...and so you're constantly feeling under the gun. You're constantly feeling as though you got to rush or hurry to make something happen... And you start feeling discombobulated and anxious. And that's not a great feeling to be either. So if somebody's saying that they need an answer now, they need to have this now, that can be very challenging because you might not be in the position to do that. And so you have to literally look at your life, step back and understand your situation and decide what is feasible for you. But they might not want to wait for that. They might not want to wait for what's feasible for you. And so that's something that you have to attend to and understand. So definitely the day-to-day responsibilities, and I know that many of you are listening going, wow, you know, I've thought about this. Yeah, I've had a situation where I put off appointments because I think somebody's going to come in and meet with me for whatever. Or, I, you know, I I cancel appointments because I'm going to have lunch with a friend and, and then they don't show and how that feels. And so there's different levels of this. And, you know, there's always good reasons for many things, but when you're making augmentations all the time for people, that can get very stressful. And when you make those augmentations for someone all the time, that can make you feel resentful or angry, but also you start feeling as though you're losing yourself in other people's timelines. What's important to them, the time that's important to them, and when they want to get together or what they want to do. You know, when you think about future life, you know, many of us ask ourselves, where are we and is that other person are they on the same page as we are? Is that other person on the same page as we are? Do they want to have a future with us? Do they want to have the life with us that we want? Do they want to Do they want to feel that? Do they want to be there with that? And that is an excellent question. And so in order to ask a lot of those pertinent questions about future life, we have to ask deep questions to that other person. And so you might be asking that person, but they're not really giving you answers. Or sometimes you may feel like they are telling you, what you want to hear and what you want to hear is interesting because this is a very very scary place to be at because if somebody is telling you what you want to hear you're not getting the truth you're getting a version that they're giving you based on what they think you want and then you're making decisions based on that You're making big decisions based on what they're telling you, which could really be really challenging and really negative in your life. And that's something that I really stress when I'm working with clients is like when we're talking about future life, are we talking about the future or is it future faking? And, you, and it's really hard to get down to the brass tacks of that because you have to ask the deep questions of somebody. You have to ask the serious questions. You have to ask them if they're really serious about what they're saying to you. Are they really serious about what they want in their future? We find this in romantic relationships. We find this in marriages. We find this in family dynamics. We find this in business associates. You know, how long do you want to be in this business? What do you want to attain? What's your goals? How long do you see yourself doing this? If you think about from a romantic situation, do you want to get married? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Somebody that's leaving a relationship and looking to get into another relationship, is that what you want? Is this what they need? Is that person ready for this? Are you making the right choice? Are you making the right leap based on knowledge and information? Or are you basing that on what somebody thinks you want to hear? And that future faking versus future life can keep a lot of people in a whirlwind of a mess. It can create a whirlwind of a mess. And that becomes an inherent problem. And sometimes you're not aware, and most of us are not aware... When somebody's future faking. You just aren't because it's not like you first question and go, oh well there's no way this person is lying to me or this person is telling me what I want to hear. You you want to hear it because it sounds good. You want to hear it because that's what you want to hear. You want to hear it because that's what you want. And that's the thing that I think is key here is communication. Because if we can't communicate with people in our life, we really don't have anything. And if we can't communicate where we are or where we stand or how we feel We definitely have a unique issue and problem, and that problem will fester and cause even more problems. And that's what we really have to get to the brass tacks of, how we can overcome that and how we can move forward. And we have to ask those big questions. We have to start asking because many of us have those codependent tendencies where we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to rock the boat because we don't want that person upset with us. We want to go status quo We want to not hurt something. We don't want to ruin a relationship. Many of you are scared because you don't want the person to jump off. You don't want them to get angry and then end the relationship. You're trying to get through it the best you can. And you think, hey, if I just let this lie for a while, maybe they'll figure it out and we'll eventually come up with some sort of solution. And sometimes that does work. Sometimes stepping back a little bit and allowing people to to make decisions and to understand what they want is very valuable. And, and there's definitely times for that. And you have to be the person that understands when that time is. Now, on the other hand, if you've been dealing with somebody that doesn't follow through, or you're dealing with someone who constantly makes promises but doesn't keep them, that's where the rubber meets the road. So if somebody discontinues and stops... Not discontinues, but really is not... Upholding their end of the bargain... And they're not doing what they say they're going to do... Over time, you have to look at that honestly. Over time, you have to look at that and ask yourself... Okay, hey, these actions are speaking pretty loud to me. These actions are speaking super loud to me. What do I do? How do I deal with that? And that can really change things too because that can spiral a lot of people as well because there's things that you may or may not want to see. And a lot of times we don't want to see people's actions fully because we don't want to see what that implicates. We don't want to have the implication of what that action means. Meaning, i.e., oh my gosh, this person really isn't where they say they are or they really aren't feeling how they feel or they might not have that same thought process what they're telling me isn't really what they're wanting so what they're future faking isn't necessarily the truth or what they're future faking about is what they want me to believe and these are all viable questions these are all thoughts to really think about you know i also find that we often wait for others to make these decisions And we put ourselves on the back burner when we are a people pleaser, when we've grown around the concept of being a people pleaser, when we have people pleased for a lot of our life. And we've been in that position. We get accustomed to it. We get used to it. We are accustomed to pleasing someone else. And so in that process, we don't like to ask questions or rock the boat. And we like to give in to them and hope that they find what they're looking for. And that's fine and dandy at some point in time, but usually we get walked over. Usually we're there holding the bag and we're holding out, waiting for someone, but in the process they're not making their decision or they don't plan on making their decision or we're making their life easier because we're allowing them to not have to make a decision. And many of you may be in relationships right now where you're dealing with that, where the other person's not willing to change and they're not willing to make a decision. So what do you do if they're not willing to change and they're not willing to make a decision to change and they're not willing to make a decision? How do you move forward in that? How do you move forward if it's not working for you? What do you do about that? How do you move forward with that? Do you just go status quo and continue to allow this life that you're not really that happy with, continue to fester and continue and wait year after and decide? And I know that sounds a little bleak, but seriously, are you going to continue to go status quo or are you going to be able to make changes? Are you going to try to make changes within the relationship so that you can move forward and feel better and add some quality of life to your life and get more out of your life that you want? And these are all big questions. One of the biggest caveats that I want to talk about and we're going to talk more about it at the break after the break actually is that you want this person in your life so bad that you're willing to sacrifice your own happiness. You want this person in your life so bad that you're willing to sacrifice your own happiness, you're willing to sacrifice your own state of mind, your own your own calmness, you're willing to sacrifice these things because you want them in your life so much and we all have to sacrifice for something but how much are we actually sacrificing and how how good is that sacrifice and i think that goes back to codependency and people pleasing we have to really look at it because if you if you turn the tables around and you were doing this to this other person would it be acceptable behavior and that's one of the biggest things that we have to ask ourselves would it be acceptable behavior if I turn the tables around and instead of them doing this to me, I was doing this to them. And that's a very big question. So stay tuned when we return to we'll be talking more about all this and really how to spot this and what you can do to change it. So stay tuned. Live your true life perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess. will be back in. I'll be back this time in
0: two shakes. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's bluehost.com Wondersuite. Turn it up and jump in the deep end on Perspectives. Now, here's Ashley.
1: Welcome back live to Live Your True Life Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. On today's show, I'm asking the question how often do you find yourself waiting for others to make decisions? In your life and for their life and for your life and in the process, you put your life on the back burner. You put your life on hold. And many of us are doing this and don't even realize it. Some of us are doing this when it comes to small things like responsibilities or scheduling where somebody's supposed to show up and you schedule them in and they don't and you've had to augment your schedule and do all these different things and then you find yourself doing it again and again and again. Some of you are doing this across the board with certain people in your life. Maybe it might be people that are working for you or business partners, or spouses that need your help or need your attention, that you have to keep moving things around. You might find this when somebody's not stepping up to the plate and doing what they need. But I think more often than not, we find ourselves doing this with our future life, our plans, and our goals. With our future life, our plans, and our goals. And we do this for many reasons. We do this because of codependent tendencies. We're waiting to find out what they're going to do. We hope that they're going to figure it out. And in that process, we're going to be able to move forward. Many of us have that people-pleaser gene coming from that codependence where we want to please everybody, want everybody to be happy. And so in the process, we're waiting for that perfect time, the perfect time, the perfect point in time. And is that perfect time ever going to happen? I waited for the perfect timing, and I'm not sure that there is perfect timing. I think there's better timing than not. But I think if we're waiting for that objective that never shows up, if we're waiting for that 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 thing that that purity that that amazing piece of whatever that is I don't know if we're going to get it and so we're going to be kicking the can down the road and in the process probably a losing a lot of nights sleep probably getting a little stressed out and also resentful if not also questioning where somebody's loyalties lie as well as what they're going to do Right before the break, I was talking about how a lot of us are waiting on these types of things because we want somebody in our life so bad that we're willing to take this pain and suffering with it. We want them in our life so bad that we're willing to deal with these changes. We're willing to deal with these augmentations. We're willing to deal with the problematic situations. And that's challenging. And so we allow these things in our life because we want them in our life so bad. We allow these in our life because... We're allow- we want them in our life, that we're allowing them to make their decisions or not make their decisions. And we're kind of holding out, waiting for whatever that looks like, hoping not to rock the boat and hoping that this person will stay with you or continue on the pathway. And so there you are, you're kind of giving them that that freedom, you're giving them enough room to make decisions for themselves. But sometimes you may be finding that these decisions are actually not being made. The decisions are not being made and you find yourself sacrificing what you need to get a small piece from them, You're sacrificing what you need to get some sort of crumb from them that's not sufficing, some sort of crumb from them that's not restoring you, that's not giving you peace of mind, that's not helping you, and that's becoming a problem. And that's where I feel like some people are, and I think that's where some of us have been, is that you're getting crumbs, but you're really not getting a lot, but you're holding out for these crumbs. You're holding out for the crumbs so badly. You're wanting the crumbs so badly but once you get the crumb, you kind of get the crumb and you're starting to realize that it is crumbs, but you're not really understanding what to do with it and how to augment and change. And so you're waiting for these decisions and you've been waiting for them before. You know, you find yourself not being able to have conversations about it and when you, because when you try to have a conversation about it, maybe in the past things have come up. Um, Maybe the person has gotten very angry or upset. Uh, Maybe they've pushed it back into the victim reality. Maybe they've changed the subject and talk about the other situations that are happening, the pain and suffering in their life, whatever that looks like. And so it seems to augment and, and change and morph from situation to situation. So you're unable to be able to move forward. You're unable to be able to have that clarity you're unable to move forward because you're fearful of how that person's going to respond to you. And that's something that's very, it's very challenging because many of us are in that position where you don't know how the other person's going to respond. You're worried about what they're going to say. You're worried if they're going to lash out. You're worried if things are going to come down to a, to a problematic situation. And in that process, you just acquiesce and continue to wait, holding on to that resentment, but also having that stress level that's also causing you problems stay tuned live your true life perspectives with your host me ashley burgess will be back in i'll be back this time in two shakes
0: introducing wondersuite from bluehost.com the tool that makes wordpress wonderful for everyone website creation is hard but now with bluehost you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals and the WonderSuite tools will automatically lay out your wordpress website or store in minutes seriously This is Jake Busey, and you're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess.
1: Welcome back live to Live Your True Life Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. On today's show, I've been asking the question, how often do you find yourself waiting for others to make big decisions in their lives that actually affect your life and in the process you're putting your life on hold? And I think many of you might be in that position right now. Maybe you are married to the situation where you're married and you're waiting for your spouse to make some big decisions that you want them to make. And in the process, you're waiting out. You're holding on to status quo, wanting changes, but this person is not willing to make those changes. This person is holding on, not making the changes because it's benefited them not to change or they're just stuck kind of in a place of inaction. And maybe sometimes that's where they are. You know, also, there's a lot of folks out there too that say one thing and do another, and that's really hard to deal with. When somebody's telling you one thing that they're going to do something, but they end up doing the other, that in and of itself is extremely challenging. That in and of itself is painful because you don't know what's going to happen. And so you're constantly making room for this person in your life, you're constantly trying to get, you know, help them, be there for them allow them to do the things that they want to do, you know, allowing them to think for themselves and that sort of thing, but we're still not getting to any sort of solution. We're still not coming to solution. And solution is paramount. Solution is where we need to be at. We need to be in solution, but if we're not and we're constantly waiting for some sort of solution or we're constantly waiting for somebody to tell us where their mind is or what they're going to do, we're in constant state of flux. And that constant state of flux is painful that constant state of flux is painful that constant state of flux is where we find ourselves in a very stressful place maybe many of us might feel anxiety and stress and you're in a constant state of flux because you don't know how this is going to change or augment or what's going to happen and so it's looking at the goals that you have in your life is this person going to be a part of those goals are they not is this person going to be a part of your future life are they not and how do you know that? And you know, some some of you may be dealing with people that are telling you one thing and doing another and it's like you really got to get down to brass tacks and start really analyzing when somebody's telling you something versus what they're doing. And are you dealing with somebody who's a doer or are you dealing with someone who's a talker? And that's painful sometimes because if you're dealing with somebody who is a talker or you're dealing with someone who's avoidant That can be painful because if somebody's avoiding making decisions, they might not want to ever make a decision. You know, if somebody is saying one thing and doing another, you could be confused as to what they're actually wanting. And in the process, lose yourself in thinking they want something that they actually don't want. And that's a big deal. That's something that we actually have to analyze and think about. Because you have to really start analyzing by looking at how often does what the person say they're going to do match up with what they actually do? How often does what they say they're going to do match up with what they're going to do? It's a big question. And if you're finding yourself answering that question with, you know, less than 80%, that's interesting. If you find yourself dealing with someone that's at 50%, that's also extremely interesting. Not the, not the healthiest. And how much are you willing to deal with? How much of these... Um, inaccuracies or non-follow through and non-action, are you willing to deal with? How much of that are you willing to deal with? Quite honestly, how much are you willing to deal with? How much are you willing to question? And I find that you know you got to bring it up. You got to bring it up to the other person. You got to analyze that, and you got to tell them straight up. Because I found that the quieter we get about these things, the more we're just allowing them to go under the radar. The quieter we get getting to these things, the more we're allowing them to go under the radar. And that is not what we want to do. That is not what we want to do. We do not want them to go under the radar. And we have to bring it up because if we just acquiesce to these things, over time we begin to acquiesce to all these things. This person could push us down the primrose path as far as they want to take us. And in that process, we begin to lose ourselves. And as we lose ourselves, we lose our identity. And then we also lose the power, any sort of power that we might have had in the relationship. And so looking at that from that angle, and there's a lot of people out there that, you know, really do need to have some sort of, of I guess, not, not just support, but leadership in their life. And so if you're dealing with somebody that really does need somebody that can lead more than follow That's important, but you need to realize that because if you were the leader to begin with and now you've become the follower, that's not where we need to be at. Okay. We don't need to be there because if we're in, you know, and a relationship should be a two way street, but there's going to be one person that's going to lead more than the other. And if you have been leading this whole time and now you've taken the back seat, there's confusion. But also, the other person wasn't leading in the beginning anyway, and so that becomes a challenge to where they want to go, and you're allowing them to take you down that path. And that, to me, is essentially a wake-up call for many of us. Many of us need to wake up to what we're doing here, because when we start acquiescing too much, we're giving of ourselves too much. We're not actually in the same participation as the other person ...creating pain and suffering. And that's not where we want to be at. We don't want to be there. We need to figure out how to get out of that. How do we move forward? And how do we see someone's true actions? How do we see someone's true actions... ...and identify those actions... ...whether they're healthy or unhealthy? And how do we analyze that... ...and make decisions based on that... ...instead of what somebody's telling you... ...or what somebody wants you to hear? Because it's really easy... To tell somebody what they want to hear, but they're not backing up. They're not backing up with truth. They're not backing up with action. They're not backing up with what we need to see to feel comfortable and safe with what they're going for. And this is very, very, very important. This is extremely important. And we find ourselves in these situations when we can't have conversations with somebody. Like Many of you might be in a relationship with someone that you try to have a conversation with, and each and every time you do, they play the victim. You know, maybe you bring up a situation in the relationship. Hey, you know, this this part of the relationship is really kind of a struggle for me. You know, maybe this isn't really working for me. We've talked about it a few times in the past. to so try to bring it up. You know, is there a way that we can kind of talk about this, you know, and, and really Um, Kind of deep dive and explore on on how we can, you know, change this or augment that or, you know, whatever needs to be done, but we can open the lines of communication up and that's great. And we need to find that out and figure that out. And in that process, kind of move through it. But a lot of times, sometimes I've heard from many clients is that you bring that up and they turn it around on the victim reality. Well, I had this happen to me or this happened to me or they turn it around on something that's horrible at work or a stress or a crisis that's going on. And that can be hard because now we go down the rabbit hole of that stress or crisis, but we still haven't addressed the real issue, the real elephant in the room. And, you know, I've recently done some videos on marriage and the roommate situation. And I know ever since COVID, for sure, there's a lot of folks that feel like they are really living the roommate situation. And, and that can be challenging because maybe you don't feel like you have any intimacy. Maybe there's no, um, you know, maybe there's no physical um, sexual interaction. You know, maybe you feel as though that person doesn't really have your back, whatever that looks like. And when you try to talk about those things, it kind of goes by the wayside, or the person discredits it, or they blow it off. And those are the things that we have to really analyze and, and talk about. But we have to start somewhere. And if somebody's not willing to have a conversation, we have to try to figure out why. And then we have to try from many different angles how to have that conversation. And these can be really painful conversations, quite honestly. These can be conversations that are super, super painful. Not what you want to deal with, you know, not the things that you want to talk about. Definitely things you want to avoid, but we can't avoid these things. These are the things that we have to talk about. These are the things that we have to get some closure on. These are the things that mean the most because if we keep kind of like tippy-toeing around this, many of you have been tippy-toeing around some of these issues for years. Many of you have been tippy-toeing around these for years. And in the process of tippy-toeing around these, you might have created some resentment. Maybe you've cut yourself off. You know, I was talking to a few clients earlier today in session and one one client said, well, I don't find, I don't think I'm a very intimate person or, you know, I don't don't feel like I'm this or that. And I said, but do you feel like that's the case or is it more the fact that you've had to shut that part down while you've been in this relationship for 30 years? Um, You know, and I think that's part of it. You know, I think that some of you don't, don't really communicate. And you say, well, I don't think I'm really that, maybe that well-versed as a communicator. And it's like, well, ha- is it that or is it because you've tried to communicate so many times in the past with your spouse and you get shut down every time that you just stop? And I think you have to look at it from that perspective, too. How have I pigeonholed myself? How have I cut off myself from my, my full self because of the status quo? And in the process you're right now, if you're finding yourself waiting for someone else, so you're waiting for them to make a decision. Do they want to stay in the relationship? Do they want to make this change in the relationship so that it's better for everybody? Do they want to take this thing on that they've been talking about for a long time that they say is important to them and until they do that, they can't move forward. You know, if somebody's telling you that there's a date and time, like giving offering you time and date of when, you know, when they're ready to to connect with you, when they're ready to you know, establish a relationship, what does that look like to you? You know, on the other side, of somebody pressuring you? Do you feel being pressured? Do you feel like you're being pressured by somebody else? Do you feel like that other person is pressuring you to make a decision? And is that pressuring making you worried? Is that pressuring scaring you? Is that pressuring pushing you to make erratic decisions? Is that questioning, maybe the opposite, is pushing you to avoid All of these are very important pertinent questions because when we find ourselves anxious in a relationship, we're not getting what we want. If we find ourselves avoiding in a relationship, we're not getting what we want. A lot of this has also been trained, right? We've been trained like this growing up in our childhood to be like this, and that's why we are. However, we can make augmentations and realize, okay, hey, I'm becoming avoidant right now. Why am I avoiding this? Why do I not want to deal with this question? Why do I not want to deal with this subject matter? What is my trigger point? You know, and if you find somebody being avoidant with you, you know, there's a way of calling it out very calmly, but hey, every time we bring this up, the last times that I've tried to bring this up, not every time, not always, not never, but the well, recent times when I brought this up, you, you tend to t- change the subject, or you tend to get very tense, or you get very angry, and I'm just I just want to share my feelings with you. Is there a way that we can just talk things through instead of you getting super triggered by me, and how do we work through that? How do we make that happen? How do we do that right? And this is a question you got to ask, how do we do that right? And you know, you got to keep asking the question until you finally get an answer because if we back down and we're still not getting answers, if we're asking for information, if we're asking for a plan, if we're asking for a plan and this person keeps saying that they're going to give you a plan but they're not giving it to you. Again, actions speak louder than words. You have to keep bringing it up because if you go on and bury that concept underground and you don't communicate about it and you let it fester, it's going to cause resentment with you, but it's going to cause you to put your life on hold. And that's where many of you are right now. You're waiting for somebody to tell you what they're going to do. You keep giving them the option and opportunity, but they're not doing it. And they might be telling you they are, but you're not pushing them because you're too worried about pushing them over the cliff emotionally or mentally or that you don't want to do it and you don't want to upset them. So you kind of just stay status quo. But I've worked with people that they've stayed status quo in relationships for 30 plus years. And that status quo doesn't make for happiness. That status quo doesn't make somebody a happy individual. That status quo instead really burns someone out. And actually has them cutting themselves off from themselves. And and I want you to think about these questions, you know. um, Have you waited for them to make decisions? Are you currently waiting for them to make a decision? A big decision? A smaller decision? And how does that decision impact you? And can you not move forward without them making that decision? And if you can't, what are you waiting for? How much longer... Are you willing to wait to get them to make that decision? How much longer are you willing to wait to deal with the impact of this? How much longer are you willing to wait before you finally demand an answer? Another question. Have you had this problem where you can't have these conversations? Because when you do, it seems like it becomes another problem. When was the last time you brought this up? How often are you bringing this up? Are you bringing it up often or not? Or is your fear... Of them having an argument with you, keeping you from bringing it up. Is that fear keeping you from having that conversation? Is the fear of how they're going to retaliate pushing that back as well? And that's, that's a big question. What about, have you, have you experienced where they turn it around? You bring up a big topic and you want to discuss it. And they turn it around and they change the subject. Or they find another issue to talk about. And then you find yourself not being able to have any closure or any communication, and next thing you know, we're going out a rabbit hole, and you find yourself, well, you're just still, this, the problem has still not been solved. How do you turn that around? How do you bring it back up? Do you normally let that, table you table at it at that point? But how often have you tabled that discussion? And how much longer are you willing to table that discussion? And, and, you know, the last question, because we're about to go to break here, is, you know, how often are they not making plans, how often are you asking them for plans... and they're telling you they're going to give you plans... but they are not providing said plans? And how often are you asking for them? These are all important questions that need to be heated because the longer we go down this pathway... the more problems we have... because we're not being honest with ourselves. We're not being honest with ourselves... and what we want and what we need in our life. And that's where we need to be at... because the longer we're not the longer we're waiting. The longer we're waiting, the more problems we have, the more anger and resentment we get. And also, the longer we're waiting on someone that may or may not actually do what they say they're going to do or want to do what they say they're going to do, and then there we are left holding the bag. So stay tuned. I'll return in just a moment. Live your true life perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess. will be back in.
0: I'll be back this time in two shakes. Get in here. You're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess.
1: Welcome back live to Live Your True Life Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. On today's show, I've been asking how often are you waiting for others to make decisions that impact your life? And in that process, you're putting your life on hold. And many of us may be doing that without even knowing it. And many of us may be doing this and know this full and well that our life has been on hold for a very long period of time with no solution in sight. And so, you know, right before the break, I've been asking some questions, you know, things to ask, things to think about, things to ask yourself. And then also, you know, I really want you to think about what are the things that need to be answered? What are the things that you're holding out for? And are there some times that you do not have to hold out? Are there some times that you can make some decisions for yourself that the other person can follow? And I feel that actions do speak louder than words. And those actions are super important. And those actions are the things that are important for us. And I feel that if we can look at what are the actions that we can do, what are some actions that we can take to make things better? What are some actions that we can take to change our lives? And what are some actions that we need to make right now to to begin to enforce more of independence? Because I feel like many of you are independent in nature, but you've been augmented and changed to be more codependent and people-pleasing because of the fear of losing somebody, because of wanting somebody in your life. And I think that many of us, you can't see yourself without that person. So even though that person might not be stepping up to the plate to do what they need to do, you're still holding out waiting for them to do it. You're still holding out waiting for them to make those decisions or make those changes or step up to what they said they're going to do or believe in what they said they're going to do or follow what they say they're going to do. And that's a big deal. If somebody is making incremental changes... And they are doing things slowly, but surely, that's definitely a great thing. That's a great thing to look for. But you need to see, is somebody making changes? Is somebody doing what they say they are going to do? And it might not be all at one time, but are there some augmentations and changes that are being made? And can you see some results? Are you seeing results? Are you seeing some things that are making you happy? Are you seeing some things that are making sense? because if you can see that that's great but if you're not seeing any augmentation or change over a period of time you have to go back to the drawing board and ask yourself how much longer am i willing to deal with this how much longer am i willing to deal with these issues and how can i bring these up to be talked about how can i bring this to light how do i begin to bring this to light and make the changes that need to be made and first off you got to you know let yourself be let yourself be known Be honest with yourself and be honest with that other person. you have to also begin to recognize how often you're putting yourself on the back burner. How often are you putting your life on hold? What's happening here? How often are you putting your life on hold? And look at instances. Are there times that you are literally waiting for someone to connect with you? Are there times where you're waiting for this or that to happen and it's not happening? Are there times where you're holding out on a big goal or aspiration and you're waiting for them as well? And there's all these things that have to go into it and communication is key, but especially in a relationship or marriage, if you're waiting out in a situation in the marriage and it, and it really has to do with a lot of your happiness, you have to ask yourself, how much longer are you going to wait out? But I feel like the first thing here and the biggest caveat of today's conversation is is having the conversation, like opening up the lines of communication. And even if you have to do it over and over again, even if you have to do it from various different angles, even if you have to push the envelope and do things that you don't really necessarily want to do, you've got to get some information and knowledge to see how somebody's going to move. How are they going to react? What are they going to do next? What is their next option? What is their next choice? And all these questions must be answered But we also have to be able to do our due diligence to get off living this life of the same stuff every day and actually taking our life into our own hands and finding out what those things are. So I want you to think about what are the things that you want to change in your life that you're waiting for someone else with? What are the things that you can augment and change in your life without needing them, without having to wait for them, without putting your life on hold? What are some of those things that you can do? Because that can be super empowering that can be super empowering and very helpful. So what are some of those things that you can do to start making your life easier, to take your life in your own hands? What are those things? Because as you begin to do those things, you begin to create more power in your life, more happiness. You're also at working at your timeline instead of someone else's timeline. And last but not least, I want you to think about that too. Are you operating at your timeline and the timeline that you want to be operating in in your life, or are you operating on someone else's timeline and you're trying to adhere to their timeline, even if their timeline is slow as molasses or extremely fast and out of control? You have to ask those questions because it's not fair for you to work on their timeline when you are an individual as well with your own life and needs. I hope that you like the show. Please uh, share this with family and friends and live your true life perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess. We'll be back in. I'll be back this time in three shakes.
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. No purchase necessary. Void. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten Lucky? Lucky?